Hey everyone, it's me, it's Logan. Ow, I just hit my head on the wall. That that seems about on brand. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's me, Logan, a.k.a. Heartwright, uh, with the podcast, with the Heartwright Podcast. And so I'd like to welcome you here. If this is your first time here, if this isn't, if you've caught my podcast a few times before, then welcome back. And if you're new, just to let you know that this isn't necessarily meant to be an entertaining podcast, and by that I mean this podcast was kind of uh, made to help me practice talking, (laughs) because I usually don't get many chances to talk long-term, or long-form, for for a while, and, case in point, and so this has given me a chance to kind of talk about things that I like, and kind of practice that, that muscle that you don't really realize you're not good at until you make a podcast with friends and can't talk for more than a couple sentences. So um, so that's what this kind of started out as, and I'm continuing it now because it's just fun to, to kind of practice that muscle since I don't stream as much and I can't really do that that often. So um, today I'm going to be talking about juggling. And to give a little bit of background, uh, juggling is kind of a weird hobby for me because it's not really connected to anything else in my life. I kind of picked it up randomly, and it just kind of morphed into something that I love to do occasionally, and I eventually made a video series on it on YouTube, and it, uh, you know, I very much enjoy myself when I do that. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of mind-freeing, I guess. Uh, so, um, yeah, so, first of all, before I get into that, I have to plug my social media. Uh, if you want to follow my Twitter, it's at HeartWrightTweet. Yes, that's right. If you're uh, coming back for more, I have actually changed my Twitter handle because it was originally HeartWrightYT. But I realized that I shouldn't, you know, name myself on a medium based on another medium. So so my handle is now HeartWrightTweet, at HeartWrightTweet. That's five letters for each syllable there, if that helps. Um, So uh, to get into... Uh, juggling. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, this is a fun thing. This is going to be a fun episode because I've really liked juggling for a long time. And like I said, it's kind of weird in that it doesn't really connect to any other part of my life. Uh, so to give you the little story of how I kind of started out, uh, so, uh, a a long time ago, um, at my parents' home, we had this brick entryway. Uh, that was probably around 15 feet long. It was, it was a long-ish, uh, entryway. It was purple brick, and, um, and the door was at, at one side, and then, like, at the other side, it kind of branched into the, the TV room and the dining room, and uh, I would, I would sit there at the, kind of, facing the front door and throw a ball at it when I was a lot younger, and that was really fun for me. And it would it would bounce back, and I would you know learn a lot about physics that way. And like, if the ball hits this area of the door, or if it hits the corner at this specific angle, then it'll come back with a backspin, and you know that kind of thing. So I feel like that kind of started it. Started by love of juggling, and and kind of well, I did that a lot when I was a kid. So you know, my parents probably didn't really appreciate the noise, but. <laughs> 
Well, they didn't ever tell me anything about it, so that's okay. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I got good at catching it, I guess. So, uh, fast forward to, uh, what was it? Fifth grade PE, I believe it was. We had a, I think the, my elementary school and middle school, for that matter, were, were going through a weird PE time where they couldn't hold on to a PE teacher for more than a year. It was kind of like the Defense Against the Dark Arts uh, curse where, you know, they uh, couldn't... <laughs> it seemed like it was a curse for the position, uh, but they, they tried out a lot of different things and weren't really ever consistent. So in fifth grade, we had a juggling unit, like mini unit. And this is also the year where we had, like, uh, oh, what were they called? Wind spinners? Summer wind spinners? Something like that? The, the, the frisbee things with, like, the divot in the middle so you could put your finger in it? Uh, we also had that. And uh, I think we also had some sort of weird gymnastics unit. Um, so, yeah, in, in that context, we, we had a juggling unit, like a, like a one-week-long juggling unit where, where uh, uh, we juggled scarves. Nothing more than that, because I think they couldn't really afford that, especially for only a one-week unit. So we juggled scarves, and I was pretty good at it, and I liked it. And I was like, I really want to try more of this. Um, and then uh, after that, I don't really know exactly what prompted me, but I wrote on my Christmas list that I wanted uh, official juggling balls. <laughs> and I don't know what official means because you can just literally use like three hacky sacks or, or three, you know, balls of, of similar weight uh, with a little bit of give. Hacky sacks are good for that. And so I was kind of like, you know, I, I, and I, again, I don't remember why, but I asked for them. And um, on Christmas Day that year, this was probably like sixth or seventh grade or so. I, uh, I go out to the living room where all the, all the gifts are, and I see laid out the, like, um, an official juggling kit that included three juggling balls, three juggling scarves, a juggling, like, handbook, like a manual, three juggling rings, and three juggling clubs. And I was like, whoa, this is more than I can handle. And, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's I think kind of subconsciously what made me be like, okay, I guess juggling is going to be a big part of my life now since I've kind of been given this, you know, as a kid where you're like, uh, you know, I I don't know, I had this with video games a lot where I kind of like forced myself to be like, you know, I have to beat this game because like it, it's not really logical, I guess, where you're kind of like, you know, I, I need to beat this game. Not necessarily a like a completionist standpoint, but like, this is all I have in my life right now, and I need to dedicate myself to it. That that was kind of like the, the juggling thing to me in like sixth or seventh grade. So yeah, so <clears throat> I think subconsciously I thought that, and I started practicing juggling. And that's how it all began. And there are plenty of stories after that that I will get into in a second. Okay, so some stories to come out of juggling. Let's begin with high school. Specifically, I believe it was 10th grade. I was a sophomore in high school. I would have been 
16 yeah that would have been right so uh uh so i was taking a speech class this would have been the second semester um and in speech class we had to give a a demonstration speech so we had to demonstrate how to do something and uh ooh excuse me and we we had to demonstrate how to do something in i believe it was like three steps and a conclusion or whatever there was some outline so i chose juggling i chose juggling three juggling balls and uh so i i got up there and i was like you know, here's step one, learn how to catch one ball. <laughs> and I just kind of threw the ball from one, one hand to the other. And then I was like, then two balls. And I had to be really careful because, you know, early high schoolers, and you can't really say the word balls and uh, have people take you seriously. So I had to be careful about my wording. I do remember that being a specific hurdle that I had to overcome. And and I was like, oh, then add another one and three balls. And then here are some possible tricks. And then I did some tricks that, like, I, I obviously had been practicing for a while, but I don't think I could do these tricks now. Like, I did under the leg, and I did, like, bouncing it off my head and bouncing it off my knee, uh, which I'm not sure if I could do now. I'm not sure if I could do that, like, long after that, actually. Maybe it's just, like, a flexibility thing, but, you know, those are those are cool tricks that that are, <laughs> you know, at the time... They were cool tricks that were kind of easy, but they looked impressive, which is nice to have when you're giving a demonstration speech, when you can be like, when you can have the audience be like, whoa, cool. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, so I gave that. And uh, then uh, later on that year, because it seemed like a lot later, but I guess it was just that, that same year, uh, I was in Spanish 2, and... Uh, we, we had this interest, really cool, interesting assignment where we had to make a, a skit, essentially, a, a little tiny play, uh, all in Spanish, uh, about a, a, that take, takes place in a Spanish-speaking restaurant. And so we, we, I don't really know how we came up with the idea, but, I, uh, but we, we had this kind of like magic themed uh uh restaurant la casa de magia is is what we called it uh, i actually have a lot of memories of that so um and i was like you know i have i i can juggle kind of and i've been working on this one trick with my juggling rings that would be really cool to showcase here and so they were like cool let's do it and um so yeah that's this is a complete other story um yeah, so for that, uh, uh, my friend Riley was in it, as well as uh, this girl named Cassandra, and um, I was the waiter, and I had like 80% of the lines, uh, and, and I wrote the script too, so I kind of put myself in a, in a hole there, but I mean, it kind of makes sense considering uh, Riley was the patron, was the customer, and Cassandra was the chef. And so I was kind of running back and forth between them. So I obviously I, I like kind of had to have the most lines. But then I, I uh, so Riley walks in as the customer. This is how it began. And I'm like, <laughs> and he told me later that he had a hard time keeping a straight face based on this because I was just like, Bienvenido a la Casa de Magia. And, uh, and uh, Cassandra had given me like this little uh, 
magic uh, wrist thing that, like, shot out confetti. So, <laughs> saying uh, the welcome in Spanish, and it's just... And it's just confetti, like, spills out. And uh, I guess Riley had a, had a tough time not laughing there, which I understand. But uh, getting to the juggling part, my apologies, I'm stalling. Uh, I like telling stories. Um, so I, I had this trick with the juggling rings that I demonstrated uh, as Riley sat down as the patron. And uh, it involves, like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to describe without getting into it. I may have shown it on day one of Juggling January, which I'll be getting into in a little bit. But uh, it, it involves, like, one of the rings is horizontal... And, uh, then you, like, quickly, uh, spin the other ring vertical. So perp- they're perpendicular to each other. And, uh, the, the one that's vertical, you spin really hard and it catches in the horizontal juggling ring. Uh, and then it, like, spins for a second. So it kind of looks like a wheel that's, that's just, uh, catching in, in kind of, and, and if, if it has enough momentum, it, it stays, like, uh, upright for a little bit. And then you can, you can like, kind of bounce the horizontal one so that the vertical one flies out. This sounds really complicated. I may have done this in the first episode of Juggling January, so if, if you want to check that out, go ahead and do that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to showcase that. And then I also, like, I, I don't remember how I did it, but I, like, managed to catch one of the rings around my neck, which was really cool. And so, uh, yeah, so, and then I got to use my rings there for, for that little Spanish project, Spanish play. And, um, so there we go. So that's, and and then I kind of wanted to, uh, use the clubs somehow in some way, shape or form, uh, you know, to, uh, because that would complete the trilogy, I guess, because I had, like, a, a, a performance where I used the balls, a performance where I used the rings, and so I wanted one where I could use the clubs, but I didn't ever get one, but that's okay, because I wasn't really good at the clubs anyway, I could mostly do just a regular cascade, but, um, so, yeah, that, that was juggling in high school, next is college, baby, okay, so now juggling in college, now, the stories here are a lot more entertaining, I feel like, uh, even though I don't really remember them with that much positive, you know, uh, aura around them. That's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. So, okay, so the first one would have been, uh, I guess for a little bit of context, juggling was kind of, uh, you know, relaxing for me. It was like a mindless thing I could do just to take my mind off of things. And, uh, so, uh, so, uh, there was this girl who I was attracted to, and she actually later became my girlfriend, but that's another story. But, uh, I, um, you know, didn't really know how to ask her out, and so I asked other people, like, how to do that. And, um, so I, I go, I went ahead and asked her out, and of course she turned me down, (laughs) She uh, had a lot of stuff to work through, I guess, in that department, but um, that's another story for another day. And so she turned me down, and I returned to our our main suite of, like, ten guys. 
and uh, nobody was there, which was really weird because it was like uh, like 8.30 or 9 on a weekday, and, you know, in a college dorm, like, that's prime time for being out in the main area. So I was like, okay, nobody's here, and I kind of wanted to, you know, vent to somebody or, or tell somebody that uh, I you know, what, what had happened kind of as a therapy kind of thing. And so no one was there. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do my own therapy. So I went and got my iHome, which for all you youngins is what you put your iPod into to, uh, charge it. And it can also play it on speakers, all your music. And, um, so, uh, I, I got my, out my iHome started playing my music out in the main suite area, and I started juggling just as kind of a relaxing thing. Like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to... That was kind of my first little, like, uh, mental health night, I guess you could call it. Like, kind of a, a relaxing, just, I'm going to do my own thing kind of thing. So that's that's a memory I associated with juggling. Uh, another one that's a little more negative, I guess, uh, happened a little farther down the line, where, um, so, if, for a little bit of context about this as well, uh, if you've ever heard of the bubblegum, the chewing gum Big Red, they also have a soda that is, uh, kind of jokingly bad. It's kind of like the room, almost, where, like, people know of it because it's bad, and, uh, so... Um, uh, so we, we kind of bought like 12 packs for each other for, for like gag gifts. And it's not like they were that expensive. They were only like three bucks or so. Cause you know, they weren't exactly the most popular thing at the stores. So, uh, we had like, uh, occasional 12 packs that no one would drink out in the main suite area. And for some reason... I think somebody had, like, been like, oh, it would be funny if you tried to juggle those. And so I did, and I dropped them, and Big Red went everywhere. <laughs> and a lot of people were very mad at me for quite a while. Um, that was the first of things that made people mad at me. But I know I, I ruined a couple posters. Thankfully, they didn't ask me to pay for those. Um, I got it all over the the sofa and, and the ground, obviously. I actually managed to clean it up pretty well. Obviously, no one offered to help me. They just kind of watched as I cleaned. Um, that's that's kind of a recurring thing in my life, isn't it? Uh, so, um, yeah, so I managed to clean it up. But it was at that point where I was like, okay, the juggling thing needs to kind of take a back burner for a while. So I think I actually had, like, my juggling stuff with me at the dorms. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be taking these home now. Uh, so that's an unfortunate thing that I kind of associated with in my brain. Um, yeah, so I kind of stopped juggling then for quite a while, uh, because it had quote-unquote cost me some relationships, which, you know, if that does, then the relationships you're in aren't good to begin with, and that's something I realized much, much later, but, you know, that's, uh, what you learn when you're in your early 20s, so late teens, actually, at that point. So, yeah, so those were some stories from college about juggling. I didn't really start juggling again 
until uh, the next big story, which I'll get into, which is a much more positive story, much more positive experience, I believe. All right, so the fun part. The fun part of my juggling uh, career, so to speak. I use that word very loosely, I've noticed. Uh, so, um, so uh, okay, so let's give a little bit of context here. So, end of 2017, we're talking like November, December. Uh, I was very busy at, a, at the time. I was, uh, well, I didn't have a job, but I had graduated the previous May, and I was actually working on a podcast with friends for a while. Uh, well, at that time, I was, you know, basically working full-time on it because I was editing pretty much every week um, and, you know, writing content for it pretty much every week. And also, we were doing videos for it pretty much every day at that point. So I was very busy, but I was very hopeful for the future because I was going into, like, my first, you know, full year of, of not being in school. So I was like, I'm going to do a video every day. And each of those, and each month is going to have a different theme. Like, I'm not going to have, like, a Let's Play every day. I feel like that would be a lot more work than I could do. So we'll just, like, film myself doing something for, like, five minutes and, and have it be a video every day. So I uh, I kind of was brainstorming ideas and be like, hey, what if, like, for the month of January, I juggle something every day? <laughs> juggle like a different thing every day and, and you know that could be my daily video and so I did that I called it juggling January which I kind of made the name on the first day while I was shooting the video and that was actually like really fun and I made it through the entire month I made 31 videos in 31 days which if you want to go see that you can look at my my YouTube channel to search heart right in the search bar and my uh, little profile icon is like a, a heart container from Zelda. And so, uh, yeah, I was juggling for 31 days. I juggled a lot of weird things. And that was the point that I realized that uh, I'm not as good a juggler as I thought I was. Because I can only do... If you know about juggling, there are a few different, like, uh, what's the word? Formations, I guess that you can juggle in, and there are, like, thousands of different formations that people are good at, people have been doing it for, like, years, and, you know, looking up, like, things to do for videos, I realized, like, oh, people can actually juggle chainsaws, or people can actually juggle, like, six balls at a time, while also riding a unicycle, like, there is very much a skill gap between me and the top, so it's, you know, I, I learned a lot about the hobby. I definitely gained a lot more respect for it just because, like, you have to work really, really hard to get good at it. And it, you know, even from from when I was young, I was like, that looks easy. I bet I could do it. And then actually trying it out and be like, this is impossible. I can't do it. So the the amount of work that people, that jugglers put into the craft, I guess you could say, is is really impressive and um so that's what i learned while making these videos and uh let's see so i know the first day i i referenced a little bit i just juggled what i had what was meant to be juggled which were the scarves the balls the rings and the clubs and then all the other days 
uh, were, were pretty much either like weird things that I found around the house that I tried to juggle or random juggling challenges that I found online. So some of the things that I tried to juggle were uh, uh, a hard thing was printer paper. That was really hard. Or like playing cards, which I have seen people juggle before, but it's it's tough because you don't really know where they're going. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I tried to juggle sheets, uh, hats, and also try to put one on my head at the end. I tried doing the thing where you juggle and... Sorry, my dogs are barking. Uh, where you do the thing where you juggle and, and try to eat an apple at the same time. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that. And if you want to go view that playlist, I did it in January of 2018. So, um, and, and, and just to tell you, I didn't continue with the daily video thing after that. I was like, this is a lot of work. And, uh, you know, that was pretty much my day. Like, I want to put more effort into it with more editing and more, like, written stuff. So that was kind of the point where I realized, like, I need to put more effort into editing videos. So, um, yeah, juggling January, and I also did, like, challenges, like, I, I looked at world records, and I found one that I tried, which was, I believe, uh, juggling two tennis balls with one hand, which I believe the record for that was only, like, two and a half minutes or something. So I was like, I'm gonna do that. And I couldn't get it beyond, like, eight seconds or something like that. So, yeah, it's it's tougher than you think. If, if that's one thing you take out of this podcast, juggling is tougher than it looks. It's tougher than you think. And um, so, yeah. Oh, I also tried to juggle, like, heavy books, which is not something you should do with your books. But, um, yeah, so I, I honestly haven't really juggled too much since then. But I kind of want to. It's It's a weird craft. It's a weird thing, like, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know what, I'll get into that in the next segment, but just to let you know, just like, that playlist is up there for you to watch, so go watch it. Have fun. Okay, so as some closing thoughts, I probably should have said this at the beginning, this podcast was not meant to be a juggling tips and tricks podcast, and I apologize if you went into it thinking that. No, it was just it was just stories related to juggling since it's it's kind of been close to my heart and I have a lot of cool stories related to it. Uh, so, uh, well, I guess if I had to offer like one or two, it's uh, you know, peripheral vision is the uh, is the key to it. Like if you know where something is headed, then then you you're on the right track. Uh, even if you drop it, if you're if you're if your fingers touch it or something, if touch the ball as it's coming down, then you still know where it was, and that's that's a win. Uh, also, it's not. It's kind of like playing the piano, where, you know, you can't think about it while you're doing it. It's you have to, like, let your hands do the work, kind of a muscle memory thing. You have to like focus on what to do, but you you have to allow your your arms to, like basically make decisions on their own if that's the best way of putting it uh so yeah and also practice 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 that's that's the key there uh so um yeah so uh juggling is one of those things where it's it's kind of a a, an athletic thing but not for stamina just for deftness or or hand-eye coordination so that's probably why i liked it so much 
because I didn't really like the sports that you had to like run a lot or or be strong enough. I, I liked more of the sports where, you know, you had to catch stuff and you had to like know where the ball was going or know where the birdie was going or or, or whatever and and react to it. So I, I kinda liked stuff more like that. Apparently the dogs are seeing something alive in the backyard. Uh so yeah, so those are that's that's probably why I liked juggling so much, because you didn't really have to put in too much sweat into it, too much sweat, blood, and tears, just a lot of, like, focus and, and time, I guess. So that's that's one of the pluses of juggling, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, it's really not much of an exercise, I will say that. Uh, maybe if you do it for a lot, for if you juggle for, like, hours a day, but... Um, or if you juggle with like heavy stuff, I don't know, but yeah, it's more of a it's more of a performance thing. It's it's not meant to get you better at anything except for hand-eye coordination, which looks really cool from an audience perspective. So anyway, this was a little bit of shorter podcast today. So, but I really liked it, and I really like juggling, and I hope to continue. Um, it's just that you know, when you mess up, you can mess up pretty big. That's why I'm kind of afraid to try out the juggling clubs. I, I can juggle them a little bit, but uh, I, I, I'm kind of afraid to practice them just because I've read online that, like, if you mess up with those, you can end up breaking an arm or a collarbone, which is very, you know, scary to me, obviously. So, yeah, but, but I do want to practice. I do want to take risks, you know. Part of juggling is, like, trusting yourself to make the catch, like, you can't worry over it. You can't be afraid of it, really. I guess that sounds kind of spiritual BS or whatever. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, but uh, uh, it, it is it is very much like that, though. Which is kind of like what I like it about it, because it's, it's literally like going along with the flow and letting your body kind of take over. Um, I'm talking about juggling, by the way, if you're just joining us. Uh, so... Yeah, so that's that's those are my thoughts on juggling and and some stories that go along with it. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really appreciate every listen, everybody here. Even if you listen for like ten seconds, I still really appreciate you for for checking me out. And if you've made it this far, then congratulations. Uh, you can check me out at at Heartright Tweet. That is my Twitter handle or my YouTube channel. You can just search. Uh, heart right in the search bar. Um, I haven't really put out anything recently, but I do have some cool projects coming this summer, uh, which will be really, really fun. And uh, again, thank you so much. If you've ever commented on one of my videos, watched any of my videos, listened to this podcast, uh, left me a review on iTunes or anything, I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much, and I will talk at you, <laughs> hopefully talk with you next time.